It's Monday. It's Monday after a after a big win. Great game. Uh, Love the way the guys played. Overcame some mistakes. We did make some 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 big ones that uh, that we survived. You don't you don't win against a really really good football team like that when you lose the turnover battle very often. But we managed to do so. Got to give the defense amazing amount of credit for being able to rally when when we when we turn the ball over. Uh, y'all hear me okay? I see some some squints, but they did a great job in in forcing kicks and punts in situations that are really really difficult to do. The offense went down and scored touchdowns when they had to. Didn't settle for field goals, and we got explosive plays out of special teams yet again. Uh, the punt block and touchdown we've been searching for that we've had some blocks and just never seemed to get the points out of it that we needed but it it came in it came in at a big time and in a big way took every point we had and came down really to the last minute of the game so really proud i I thought that's a a very good football team in san jose Uh, we we played as physical or more physical than they did we ran the ball against a very good front we protected the quarterback most of the night their biggest plays were in one-on-one situations outside the hashes. And even late in the game, we defended that area much, much better. But we made them very uncomfortable. We got to the quarterback, contained him for the most part, and got a good, good team win. Got bowl eligible. So that's two years in a row for us. That's a huge thing that we want to continue. We want to build that streak. We want it to uh, that to be something that we know is, is expected every year. Got a senior night win. Bowl eligibility in the same night, great memories for that group, and they all played very, very well, made big plays when we had to have it. Uh, so it's, you know, that, that's a very, uh, it's it's a fun night. It, it was a great weekend. Uh, the challenge gets even bigger to go to Boise on a Friday, uh, 10 a.m. and play, uh, you know, the, the most physical and probably the best built team in the league right now. If you look at their roster, great defense, physical offense, big, huge quarterback, you name it, every possible reason to um, to make it a difficult difficult trip for us but uh, our guys are excited about it and, and we know the country will be watching on, on, on Friday uh, eating some turkey probably or some leftover turkey hopefully we can play our best football uh, and, and we'll need that to win so what questions do you have coach Jason Walker with Cash Valley Daily uh, can you just tell us a little bit about uh, what Calvin Tyler Jr. has meant to this team there's a pretty big correlation between him being productive and you guys winning. Just what has he meant to the team this season? Yeah, he's, he's just continued to get better and better. He's a kid that, that got here last spring, late in the spring. I thought found his rhythm late in the year last year as well. I felt like he really started to understand what we wanted from him, you know, what we expected of him as the starting running back when it became his job solely, what we expected of him going into the season as a senior and I think just all year long, he's taken a very mature approach to our process, what what we need from him, what we expect from him. And it, it was struggle early, but he responded in such a huge way that you've seen the last month. There's He's been as good as anybody out there. And, and you're right, when he is going and the offensive line's creating holes and he's getting over 100 yards, gives us a great chance to win. We're a much better football team when we're balanced and we stay out of the chains. We can run the ball in in uh, down in the score zone in the tight red zone. That's those things make everything much much easier. And he's doing a great job of that. I know he'd love to have the turnover back. 
Great job of the defensive guy to get his hands on it. But beyond that one play, protected the ball, protected the quarterback, ran the ball physically, ran the ball between the tackles, and finished in the end zone. And that's that gives us a chance to win any, any week we, we play. Coach Patrick Mayhorn with the Ag Ship. Um, I, I believe now in eight of your nine seasons as a head coach, you've had runs of uh, you know like five and one or in in six games or six and one in seven games, uh, like you've done here with five and one. What is it about the way that you build a program that can create these sort of runs of great form where you can kind of round into shape as the season continues on? You know, I just think we we've got a really tight knit culture in our building. Uh, we we talk about selfless, tough, and accountable. It starts at the head coach. I can't be a ego-driven, me, me, me guy and expect kids to, to, to respond differently. So we start at the top. We, we talk about service, serving each other, being you know unselfish and selfless in everything that we do, being tough and accountable. It's not always easy early in the year when you bring in a transfer roster, when you add that many new bodies. And if you look at a lot of the rosters we've had throughout the course of my time, both at Arkansas State here, we've needed to bring in transfers to fill in gaps of veteran players. Don't think either one of our recruiting footprints are really built around five-year development completely. You have to bring in some veteran guys. And so sometimes early in the year, you haven't quite got all the moving parts in the right direction yet. We figured out what that was. We, we obviously had some adjustments due to injury as well. And, and the kids just continue to believe and trust the process. So, I think you see us getting better and better as the year goes. So, um, you know, I would love to eliminate the the growing pains early in the season that we've had to deal with at times. But when you bring in new bodies and you've got a lot of new guys thrown into the mix, whether it be freshmen thrown out there for the first time or transfers thrown out there for the first time, sometimes those growing pains are gonna are gonna happen and, and it's gonna create some some missed opportunities. But I'm proud of how these guys continue to work. Uh, I do think it has a lot to do with our culture, what we believe in, what we teach every day, how we go about that, and the example from the head coach down of how we're going to treat each other, how we're going to lift each other up and, and have each other's back. And I think you're seeing it play out on the field. Coach Anderson, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. Uh, how impressed were you with the way that Boise State was able to run the ball as well as they did against that Wyoming defense? Well, they're built for it. Um, I don't know if I'm surprised by it. It's kind of what I expected. I, bet I expected both teams to run it right at each other and have success. They've got big running backs. They're built great up front. Uh, you know, with the athletic quarterback and, and what, what Dirk Cutter has done with their offense, he has organized it in a way that everything flows off of each other. Uh, with, a, with a quarterback, that can, can just absolutely break your back with his legs and the play action off the run game shots and then how physical they are both starting running back, second running back, O-line. I'm not sure it surprised me a whole lot. I, I guess I may be surprised that the score ended up as low as it did. It just has a lot to say about both defenses. Coach, Brian Phillips, Big Blue, USU Aggie News. Going back to the punt block, what was the explanation that you got from the referees as to why they dropped the flag? So we clearly made we made contact with the punter, uh, so that's why the flag came out. But we they did also pick up the flag because they felt like that the ball had been deflected, not a full block, but at least a deflection. And obviously, you could see the ball came out fluttering, only went about ten yards. 
they did review it to make sure and review confirmed that we did get a piece of it. Uh, but that's why there was a flag, picked up the flag, and then the review in that order. Hey, Coach Al Lewis from KDNU. San Jose was one of the best red zone defenses in the country. You went four for four in the red zone, and they were touchdowns. I guess Boise State, you know, if you get red zone, you're going to have to score a touchdown. If you yeah. don't go, not going to be good enough. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I think one of the things that we did this week, uh, we wore them down. Long drives, methodical drives. Uh, we, we had to earn it when we got down there. We were able to run the ball in. That is not a given, and it definitely won't be a given this week. Uh, these guys do not give up long yards, uh, big run plays. They, they make it really difficult to run the ball in the end zone when you get down there. I know Wyoming had a little bit of success against them running the ball, but they're one of the best rushing teams in the country as well. Uh, we're going to have to, you know, earn every yard you get. And, and that was something we were able to do Saturday night. Uh, we, we did uh, play, I think, more physical up front than San Jose, but the challenge just gets that much more difficult. Boise's built extremely well on defense. Basically all the same guys we saw a year ago, they made it tough. We did get out and open a few times last year, and we didn't get it in the end zone. We had three or four clear opportunities to create explosive plays to get in the end zone last year, and we didn't finish them. We got chased down. Um, you know, and we can't afford it for that to happen this year if we're going to beat these guys. We got to get it in the end zone, and that means hard yards in, in tough situations with a lot of big bodies. I know every once in a while when you game plan for a game, you're thinking – your passing game can kind of complement the running game. Against San Jose, I felt like your controlled pass or the, some of the other, it was almost like ball control even with the passing game and for the long yards and the long drives, right? Yeah, I think everything fit really well together. I told Coach Tuck, I, I thought it's the best game plan that, that he's put together this year. We used everybody. We used all the grass. We kept them off balance. We moved the pocket. We screened. We rpo We play action. We dropped back. I thought it was the most diverse uh, and, and it was the most balanced. And I thought he called his best game because he did. He kept them off balance. He stayed ahead of the chains and things did flow off of each other. It's going to need to keep that way this weekend. Uh, at times this year, we've been, um, we've, we've been a little sluggish. We've been a little bit narrow-minded in terms of the ball going in one direction to one guy or two guys. I thought it was the best game plan he's had, the best use of our talent, the best use of the grass. And the balance of that really played in our favor. And it would benefit us to look very similar this week. Make them defend the whole field, all the grass, all the weapons, and try to keep them, if it's possible, off balance. Uh, we just look better when we do that. We did that a lot of times last year. We've struggled to find that balance this year. And I thought Saturday was the best we've looked. Coach Anderson, Jason Turner again. Um, defensively, I mean, the, the statistics say it all. Other than J.L. Skinner, they don't have a lot of individuals toward the top of the Mountain West statistical leaderboards. So how much of this is a collective effort by their defense? Yeah, they're built well all across the board. And, and you always see multiple hats around the ball. And they're not living or dying by one guy making a play. Everybody's in their gap. Everybody does their job. They're extremely well coached and disciplined. You, uh, you know, they – you get them flowing one way, there's a contained player, there's a guy over the top, there's, a, there's an edge player, 
They're very, very well coached defensively, especially, and they're built to play a lot of guys. And you don't really know the difference between the ones and the twos. Uh, there's not a big drop off. So I, I think that's why their stats are, are really spread out consistently across the board because uh, their, their talent level doesn't really drop and they count on each other being in, in the right place and getting a lot of hats to the ball. Hey, Coach, Patrick Mayhorn again. You talked last week about wanting to just stay in the mix in the conference and make sure that everybody knows that you're still there, you're still winning games. What would it mean to go into Boise and, and win in a place where teams usually don't in this league and where I don't think Utah State has for more than two decades now? Yeah, it'd be huge. You're huge. I mean, we know they're going to play in the title game regardless. Uh, if there is a, a pride factor to be able to say you beat the, the champion, you know, one of the championship teams or potentially the champion, uh, that that's great. I, I think just for us, where we are as a program at this point in the season, not where we were at the first week or two, uh, what we've done, how we've grown, how we're willing to finish, even though we know we can't be in the championship game, the ability to secure a winning season. I mean, we've secured a bowl bid, but we haven't secured a winning season yet. And, and we need another win to do that. So I, I think there's a lot of things that if you're a prideful player and you believe in, in, in your program and your guys around you, there's a, there's a lot of reasons to go up there and play our best. Hey, Coach Eric Franson with 106.9 The Fan. Uh, Cooper Lega, a couple of games where he was turnover-free, had a couple last this last Saturday, but he also seemed to be look more confident in pressing the ball down the field and more comfortable with what he's being asked. Yeah, he, he turned a couple over he can't afford to, and, and he'd love to have them back. Late on one, little underthrown on another, but uh, he made some critical plays the very next series. I mean, he, he does respond well to it. One of the things about him that makes him very, very uh, good to work with is he doesn't panic. Uh, he, he, he calms down. He goes back out, gets right back at it, willing to make the tough throw when he had to late. And that's a guy that's not afraid of the moment. Learned from the mistakes earlier, came back, made plays, thought he did a great job moving the chains with his feet. One of the biggest was a really kind of ugly second down run down in the red zone where we ended up scoring a touchdown uh, a few plays later. It was Things weren't pretty. It was kind of bottled up, and he just sorted his way out and, and, and moved the chains for us. So, I mean, I'm proud of how he's progressing. We've got to eliminate the turnovers. He knows that. We're working on that. That'll come from experience, I believe. But um, but his poise and his, his, you know, just really lack of panic uh, in some very tough situations has given us a great opportunity to win. Coach Al again, can you give us just a rundown on – Green's talents, what you see of him at quarterback, and then the two running backs. I mean, both of them. The one kid looks really, really explosive who comes off the bench. Yeah, you've got power with one and speed with another. So you're getting a great one-two punch and then built with a great O-line up in front of them. Uh, the quarterback is a nightmare. I mean, huge, physical, cannon for an arm, and can fly. If he gets to the edge, he'll end up in the end zone. Uh, everything I think is well organized offensively. I got a tremendous amount of respect for Dirk Cutter all the way back to his Boise time, uh, you know, years ago before he ever made a stretch in the NFL. But just um, every offense that you've seen him uh, control is very organized. Things play well off of each other. He utilizes talent extremely well. I don't think he, I, I know there's a lot of staples in the system, but he always bends the offense to fit what he has. And you've seen an offense that was really, really struggling early in the year has become explosive down down the stretch. 
because it's so difficult to know what you're going to see. Every play action fits off the run. Every movement off of off the play action in the run. Screen game, uh, you know, mis, misdirection when you don't, you know, when you least expect it, and then you get all the numbers added, and there goes the quarterback. So uh, it looks way different than it did the first half of the year, and there's a reason they're going to play for a championship. Coach Anderson, Jason Turner again. So I got an email from a Boise, from a, a Boise, a Wyoming fan, actually a fan of Levi Williams. And uh, he was asking me how Levi was doing. And I'm like, honestly, I mean, I saw him warming up on Saturday. He looked fine, but uh, just out of curiosity, how close to 100% healthy is he right now? He, he was not 100% this weekend. Uh, he, he was able to warm up. That's probably the first full speed throwing he'd done in several weeks. We would like to think by game day he will be 100%, but it is going to depend on how Tuesday and Wednesday go. He is um, – the ankle was a concern, but there was more of a knee issue than we anticipated coming out of the Colorado State game, and he probably overdid it trying to get ready for Wyoming and set himself back, and he's been in a pretty good bit of discomfort uh, over the last couple of weeks. So we'll see if he's ready. Love to have him back. Not sure he will be. It'll be, it'll be day-to-day. Coach Patrick Mayhorn again, what's the value of having such a, an experienced veteran center on the road in a game like this, as, like you do with, uh, with Chandler? Yeah, it's, that's huge. I, I think there's a calming force there. Uh, he, he is a very low-key guy, but, uh, but very aggressive and physical and competitive. He's had a phenomenal year, I think. When you consider that guy was a walk-on that we put on scholarship a year ago, uh, super proud of his career. He's played uh, – you know, really, really well. I know Doug was talking the other day, second ranked in the league, right, in terms of PFF. I don't know how they do all that, but that whatever ranking that is, that's pretty cool for him to have elevated his career from a former walk-on scout team player to a starting center with a championship under his belt and then to be the second ranked center in the league according to whatever stats and, and numbers that PFF has. We know they rank everything under the sun. So, um he, he does do a really good job of, of not getting frantic and, and panicked and, and flustered, even when things don't go well. Uh, and I think you need that with a guard sitting next to you that's a freshman and, and then Poulet's playing guard sometimes right next to him and Meacham, who's starting season, you know, his first season ever. Uh, that does a lot going on around him that he's able to, I think, control and keep calm and keep guys moving in the right direction. Coach Brian we, Phillips again. Okay, Brian. You've got a couple of curveballs kind of thrown at you this week. One, it's a short week. You've got the Thanksgiving holiday and then a 10 a.m. Friday kickoff. How do you guys approach that? Control what you can control, man. We 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 can't control TV schedule. So might not worry, might as well not worry about it. Just figure out. We practice early in the morning all season long. We lift and run early in the morning all season long. It should not be a big factor. I don't think the time of the game had anything to do with last season. We just went out and played terrible. Wouldn't matter what time of day that game was. We, we got to play well. Uh, Friday at this point in the season is not a huge adjustment. Uh, playing an early game at this point, we kind of all know what we want to do. Uh, we've had a million reps at this point. It's about going out and executing those things. So we'll uh, hopefully we'll, we'll show ourselves a little better than we did at 10 o'clock last year. Out of curiosity, Thanksgiving in Logan, or will you eat Thanksgiving dinner in Boise? 
You know, we'll kind of do a little both. Wednesday night, we'll eat with our kids. Most of these guys will take them to their homes and, and feed them, the ones that do have. If not, I'll take a group up, and we'll we'll actually eat dinner up at the country club. But then Thursday night there, the travel squad will do we'll do Thanksgiving together, uh, you know, there Thursday night before the game. Hey, Coach Eric Franson, one more time. Uh, Ike Larson obviously made that the block, but later it looked like he hurt his knee uh, and didn't come back out. What's his status for Friday? Yeah, he actually hurt the knee on that play. Uh, he and Jalen Royals, big collision in the backfield. Both of them came clean. It's not that usual that you get two right there at the point of attack. So a little bit of a collision in the backfield. He played a little bit after that, but it was just bothering him too much. He is going to be day-to-day. Uh, he is moving around okay. We'll see how the week goes. We'd love to have him. He's playing at a really, really high level. But but it will be dependent on on just how he, how he handles himself over the next few days. Coach Jake Ellis, the statesman. Um, you kind of mentioned how it's you know it's this big game on, on television. People are going to be, you know, with their families eating turkey and stuff. So, have you kind of talked with your players, especially ones that are getting looks from the next level, and saying, "Hey, this is like a prime opportunity to show off in front of the country." Well, they definitely remember what you did last. Uh, you know, what kind of lasting impression can you make down the stretch for our seniors? A lot of people watching the NFL watches every snap of everything you do anyway. But I think just the public's opinion of them and what the football world collectively thinks of them, this is a great opportunity against a really good football team. Go out and play your best. Just shows how you progress and, and, and improve throughout the course of the year. And, and a lot of front office personnel, obviously, are going to see it as well. And, and it's an opportunity for, for them to leave a really, really good impression against a very good team on a day that, that you're, you know, a lot of people will be watching. 